What's going on everyone? I'm Chase and welcome back to my continuing coverage of Marvel's show What If? And I apologize after episode 6 for not doing 7, 8, and 9 accordingly uh, on the week of the, that they released. Now episode 9 did release this week so I'm technically still in the ballpark for that one. But life just got in the way and I just couldn't have time, I didn't have time to uh, make each review for 7 and 8. Um, I, just, I just got busy and so I already reviewed the first six episodes for you guys, so it'd be kind of stupid of me to just drop it and not review seven, eight, and nine. But instead of doing three separate reviews, I'm just going to lump them in as one collective review of all three of them. And uh, let's just call it, let's reviewing the final uh, third of this season. So let's dive into it. Where I last left you guys off was episode six, uh, What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark? Very good natured at first, and then we got to see the true intentions of uh, Killmonger and was absolutely terrifying just how manipulative manipulative it's late guys uh manipulative that uh, Killmonger could be and it was a uh just diabolical episode on his part so really good one indeed to really flesh out that character number seven seems to be universally the one that everyone points to and goes this is the worst one of the season what if Thor were an only child Thor, who never learned to be a good hero, throws an out-of-control intergalactic party on Earth. Uh, we get to see him go to different planets and just throw ragers, um, be goofy. A um, lot of jokes, a lot of comedy. And then the end credit scene of this episode, or not the, just the end scene of this episode, we get to see uh, Ultron um, with the Infinity Stones, and it left us in a just kind of euphoric state right and so i thought to myself like wow that was what i want to see and luckily we get to see it in eight but as far as episode seven goes a lot of people have a problem with the comedy i i didn't mind the comedy i didn't laugh whatsoever um but i will say the benefit to that episode is actually having chris hemsworth come back and voice his character i think chris hemsworth has really great comedic timing i really think he is gifted in that area he just chooses the wrong projects to flex that muscle now he gets to do a lot of comedic bits in the uh marvel movies for sure but i'm talking like full-on like what you know vacation and ghostbusters and stuff you know movies that he's been a part of that are comedies they're not good movies but he seems to give it 120 percent it's it's kind of incredible how good he is at timing. It's just the matter of material that is given to him to accentuate it to that next level to make it seem like it is the funniest thing on planet Earth, pun intended. A lot of these jokes for me just don't do it, but the charisma and the enthusiasm of Chris Hemsworth's voice and just energy he puts into his own character that he's been playing for several years now, that makes a difference. And so him voicing uh, his character and leading the episode, that was really fun to see. Um, some of the the bits in the, the episode were cool to see, you know, Loki as a frost giant. Cool. Um, but there was really nothing else to that. I thought, like, this whole episode was just us just seeing Thor have a good time. A lot of people don't care for this episode. I've seen a lot of people actually... Um, like the episode because it was a little lighthearted. It was a breakaway from all the serious and kind of 
dire stuff that we've been seeing throughout the season. But for me, it's kind of just a whatever throwaway episode, except for that final scene where we see um, Ultron with all the Infinity Stones on him. And that is just like, it's, it's amazing to see because you're like, I want to see episode eight now. So let's go into it. Episode eight, I love. This was a fantastic episode. Um, Ultron winning in the end and getting the Infinity Stones, getting the Vision body, terrifying. And we get to see how powerful he can be. He is godlike. It is a sight to behold because if this actually happened in the live action uh, universe, there, there's no, no one's going to survive. The universe would be done after Age of Ultron. It'd just be uh, the screen would cut to black, say the end. MCU is done. Um, but this one was just am amazing to me, and I was just kind of in awe to see how powerful Ultron could be with all the Infinity Stones. Uh, even as uh, so much is to cutting Thanos in half with a just a, a blink, a blink, and he, he's he's already obliterated. It's just like that's how powerful he is, blowing up planets left and right, galaxies, multiverses, all that stuff. And the cool thing with this episode is seeing him notice the Watcher, noticing the Watcher is watching him, noticing that this is a contained universe that he can bust out of and so he does that and then they have an all-on uh battle uh ultron and the watcher i want to see that in live action and knowing that he could bust through multiverses like that with ease that i mean that's gonna be really hard to uh become the next live action thanos after thanos uh moving forward in the mcu without referencing this because this is like, it's on a whole nother level. So how do you, it's like, how do you go, uh, go like match that in terms of threat? Like, I just, I don't know how you, you would do in live action, but um, seeing an animated form, they can kind of have a little bit more wiggle room, but um, seeing him kind of bust through the multiverses like that with ease, terrifying. Um, but I, I really love this episode. It just, it really just kind of shows you the power that Ultron would have if he did win. And especially just the added bonus of getting the stones. A really great episode. And it might be my second favorite after uh, the Doctor Strange episode. Because it seems like that one, Doctor Strange is, is one of the most beloved ones. And I think the Ultron one is also a beloved one as well. Just from what I'm seeing on IDB. But um, episode 8 was, was bonkers. And of course... Um, the end of that one is alluding to episode nine. And so you're like, okay, I'm ready for the finale. Let's get to it. So here we go. The finale. What if the watcher broke his oath? The watcher goes, or the watcher gathers heroes from across the multiverse for one final battle against Ultron vision, uh, Ultron vision, Thanos, uh, if you will. Uh, no, uh, yeah. So this one debuted this week. And I got to tell you, good finale. Uh, wrapping up all these episodes together, grabbing specific characters from every single one of them, and coming together to stop uh, old, the, you know this version of Ultron, it's the only way to do it. And having the Watcher 
be that desperate to break his oath, you know, I I understand uh, why he did that, but you know he's not supposed to do that, and so uh, it, it makes you wonder what kind of uh, repercussions he's going to have going forward in season two, and who he's who he has to answer to. So those are kind of some of the things that get my mind working in terms of a season two, and that's really really neat to kind of piece together. But as far as this one goes, you know they call themselves the the Guardians of the Multiverse, uh, Doctor Strange. Um, uh, Star-Lord, Killmonger, uh, Gamora, um, Black Widow, Thor, they all kind of come together um, f- because the Watcher has told them to or he has snatched them up from their multiverse. And he's like, listen, we're all at um, a threat right now. We have to stop this. And so basically it's like a little mini Avengers, you know, jam-packing, jam-packing all the other characters from all the other episodes. Oh, and Captain Carter coming together for one last time really really fun one this one was action-packed it was just crazy from start to finish and it really was just like this this momentum of energy that just kept going and I, I love the way it ended I love the way it kind of opened for season two it's just it was such a great end cap that we started out with episode seven jokey kind of light didn't really work for me but whatever then we get to episode eight where it's just like we see the real power and the real threat if Ultron won. And then nine is like a little mini Avengers movie. Uh, everything's all coming together and the season just wraps up very nicely. And then leading off into season two, I want to see the consequences for uh, Watcher. Uh, also the end credit scene for episode nine. Um, reaching the uh, uh, Iron Man uh, suit or the, the mech suit or whatever. I mean, come on. So, but the cool thing with this this series is that there's so many possibilities to go in many different directions. But I'm also wondering: is the multiverse going to get boring after a while? Is it going to get a little stale? How are they going to keep it fresh? Because if they keep doing this, and then of course, like you know, with Loki messing with the multiverses and the timelines, uh, Doctor Strange Two is going to do that. Spider Man No Way Home is going to do that. WandaVision was teasing that. Is it going to become stale? And that is the question I want to propose before season two comes out, before all this stuff in phase four comes out. How is the multiverse going to wrap up and when is it going to actually transition into something else? I don't know. But for right now, season one of What If worked for me. A couple stumbles in the road, but I think overall kind of came together nicely and I am excited for season two. So what do you guys think of uh, season one? of uh, what if overall would you think of episode seven eight and nine let me know down below and that will do it for this review i'm chase lee i cannot wait for the next tv show i don't know what it's gonna be but whatever it is i will see you guys next time and uh yeah let's let's review more you know so goodbye